Cascade Hoops Talk, bringing the world NAI basketball one podcast at a time. Billy D, happy Thursday to you. Well, today we're going to continue our player interviews. We're going to have Deshaun Hampton out of IU Kokomo. Uh, This young man, he played at Speedway, Indiana, small high school there. Wasn't really sure if he was going to get a chance to play college basketball. Went up to uh, Illinois, played some juco ball. Uh, Had uh, a friend, a guy you might have heard of, Tracon Spivey. He was playing down at IU Kokomo. Uh, It turned out those two guys played basketball since elementary. Uh, It really surprised me, but he'll talk about that. Uh, He went down to IU Kokomo. I believe he played three seasons there, uh, and they were were all very successful. Uh, Really a nice guy. I met him out in Kansas City. He was uh, preparing for the dunk contest, and uh, anybody who knows me know that I pretty much just walk up to anybody and talk to him. Uh, I really liked him. He was a nice guy. I said, hey, would you be on the show? And he said yes, so... Here we have Deshaun Hampton, NAI All-American, IU Kokomo Basketball. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Hey, I have uh, Deshaun Hampton, second team All-American out of IU Kokomo. Welcome, Deshaun. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. You know, you had a just an amazing basketball career. It started there at uh, Speedway High School. That was a small 2A school. Uh, your senior year, you guys kind of struggled a little bit. You know, Deshaun, were you were you ever concerned that you would get the opportunity to play college basketball? Uh, at one moment, after like, because I know like coming out of high school, you have some high school players who have high expectation of offers and stuff. Like me, going to Speedway, uh, playing my last season and not coming out with any offers, it kind I kind of expected or thought like I wasn't going to be able to play or continue to play. Yeah, it really makes it tough. You, uh, Speedway is a two A school. And then you guys struggled too your your senior year. You were even a great rebounder then, though. You know, for your entire high school career, you averaged uh, I think it's like twelve or thirteen rebounds a game. Have you always been a good rebounder? Uh, I just I just love defense and rebounding and having a nose for a ball. <laughs> Did it? Is that something somebody instilled in you, or is just that's just the part of the game you love? Uh, it was it was kind of both part of the game I love then. Like just hearing from my AAU coach saying you should want every ball that uh, that's coming off the rim, offense or defense wise. Yeah, because every ball you grab, that's another possession, man. How did how did you end up uh, deciding you went to uh, JC up in uh, Illinois at Wabash uh, Wabash Valley College? So uh, I know like because reaching coming out of high school, I wanted to make a highlight tape for myself and like our our head coach. You didn't really. Like, like us having want us do that to like let it go to our head. So my assistant coach Jim Murley, uh, he helped reached out to Danville where he had played at, and then uh, he reached out to Mike Carpenter at uh, Wabash who he had played for at, back in the day, and he had took me on. So, so you end up you pack your bags, you leave Indiana, you go up to Illinois. Uh, you played on a. I don't remember what you guys' record was, but you had some really good players on that team. Tyrese Williford, uh, Austin was Austin Trice on that team that year. Yeah, Austin Trice, uh, uh, Marcus, yep. uh, Marcus Garrett. Yeah, he went to Moorhead. 
uh, Trice, he went to Kansas State. What about Antonio Givens? He ended up at Kent State. Was he on that team with you guys? Yes, sir. So you you guys were pretty good. How much of an eye-opener was that for you, Deshaun? Here you come out of Speedway High, and now you're playing with these guys. You know, they were they were really good basketball players. Uh, I say, even though I didn't really play a lot in the games, like with them, I probably got, like, got in at the end of the games. I mean, it was still a lot to learn from them off the court and even on the court during practice. So, I mean, I still had good experience watching them as I grew as a basketball player, even though I was an undersized big man. Do you think that kind of helped your transition out of high school to play with such talented players there at Wabash? Uh, yes. It, it helped me out a lot because seeing how much aggressive that they are and, like, how much they want to – like, how much they, like, want to go to a next level in their mm-hmm. basketball career and – Learning from that, then me taking that on as I came to IU Kokomo and putting that towards my game. You learned how to be hungry, didn't you? Yes, sir. <laughs> so you uh, you played one year there at Wabash. Did you enjoy being up in Illinois? Did you miss Indiana? Uh, yeah, I, I miss a lot. Kind of far from it, but I had Indiana State right next to me, where I had my sister and I had a couple family members and people from high school that went there. So. They weren't far from me, so I can go up there up on weekends to visit them, even though the drive from Wabash to Indy was kind of far. Yeah, I was like, okay, so you that's good. You had some family around. So the talk about the decision. How did you end up the next year over at uh, Kokomo? See, like how it was, they were getting a new coach. Once the season over was over at Wabash, uh, I contacted one of my closest friends from uh, – he plays for IU Kokomo, Traquan Spivey. Yeah. Me and him play AAU ball with each other since seventh grade and reached out to him, and he reached out to the new coach, uh, Eric Eckelbarger and Roosevelt Jones, who were now being recruited for him. And once they came there and got me on a visit and got me do open gym with them and do a layup, I've never seen it, but uh, Eric had me do layup lines for uh, really – on my visit and after he seen me being athletic as I am, he was like, yeah, I want him. <laughs> and, the, and the rest was history. So you played with Traquan. Did you play on the same team as him in AAU or against him or? Uh, we played on the same team since, cause his a he's played on the A team that joined him. Uh, he's played on that A team since he was fourth, fifth grade. And I joined him in seventh grade and we played every since that summer, every summer. Oh, wow. So you guys go way back, huh? Yes. Oh, that! How fun was that to uh, play with him in college? And you guys had a really good college career. How? I mean, how fun was that? Uh, it was. It was very fun during AAU, but it was even more fun during college. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So you you get to Kokomo in uh, the first year. You go uh, twenty seven and seven. Uh, you guys had a pretty good year. You you went up to Sioux Falls. Uh, you beat. It was a. You played the first day of the tournament. And you beat a really good Madonna team. Uh, they had that one really good player, and I was trying to remember his name. But you guys beat them, and then of course the the tournament got canceled. I mean, how frustrating was that? You guys had a, a chance that year. Yeah, I, we was we was all really hurt because that team. We knew the team that we had that year was really good and was really going to go. Yeah, that that was frustrating for for everybody. You you had a great first year there at Kokomo. You you had ninety blocks. What makes you a good shot blocker? Uh, just reading the timing. So in high school, I, mean, I was a good shot blocker in high school. I would try to time it because I know in high school I used to foul probably a little bit often than 
once coming in here, I kind of timed it a little bit. So once I see them leave their feet, you know, I know that's not for me to leave mine because yeah. they can't come back down with it. Was that the toughest thing to learn is to, because if you jump at the wrong time, right, you're going to come down on a guy. That, that, that must have been tough to learn. Uh, it was it was kind of tough to learn. Then, like, just watching throughout the whole game, just reading reading them and also reading the ball as well, like the spin of it. If I could jump like you, I'd be up all the time. I'd be fouled out in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the next year uh, there at Kokomo, you guys only got to play nine games. It really wasn't a season. And then that brought you into uh, this season. And you guys had a really good year. You went 32-4. and four. You know, just talk about your team this year. Since I got here, everybody I met, I made their jobs easier on offense because I know my first year here, they kind of struggled with offense and defense-wise before I got here. Then once I got here, I helped them out, told them, if, they, if you get beat, just let them come, and I make a job easier. You were the insurance policy back there. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I talked to you when I was mentioning Kansas City. Uh, you know, they're in the River States Conference this year. Early in the season, there was just a ton of talk about Alice Lloyd and West Virginia Tech. You guys just kind of lurked back there. You beat both those schools, and you ended up really kind of dominating that conference kind of quietly. Did you? Were you a little bit surprised it took you guys a while to get noticed, I guess? Is, I don't know if that's the right word, but... Uh... I wouldn't. I wouldn't probably say is that it was. I'll probably say. I mean, because both West Virginia Tech and Alice Lloyd are very well respected teams in the conference and in the uh, NAI, and no doubt. I mean, they they're pretty good, and mm -hmm. I know a lot of teams have like just the way how they play and how they're well coached, and like people love to see that. And then next thing you have us who are like we have our ups and downs. Mm -hmm. You know, there was one game, you guys, uh, you went and played an exhibition at Ball State, and then you had to go go to uh, Gary, I think it's in Gary, and play uh, IU Northwest. And uh, you guys really didn't play very well. You were up by 14 at half, and then you couldn't find the ocean in the second half. You went over from three, you went six for 26 from the field. You struggled. You played tw uh, 36 minutes. You only scored six points. But after that game... Uh, you guys never lost another game until Concordia. You went on a 20-game winning streak. Was there something? Did you guys change? Did something change after that IU Northwest loss? Uh, it, I'll say, I know because before the Ball State game, we had played uh, IU Southeast at Southeast, and I didn't play either or them games because I was sitting out because of I was a close contact COVID. So it kind of readjusted me being back in the lineup with them after sitting out for two games and coming back to the one after sitting out for so long. So and, there wasn't like some big team meeting afterwards or anything where you guys adjusted your approach or anything. You just, it was just kind of the timing of it, huh? Uh, Yeah, it, there was a big, there was a meeting about it because normally if you see teams who are up by 20 and normally you don't, we'll see good teams that's up by 20. Most times you'll see teams that will step or keep the foot on the gas. But as we had let up and had miscommunications in that game, and we, we went over it in practice and just had to come together and make sure we stayed together through all of it. Yeah, see, that's what I, I, I kind of suspected that, seeing that you, you were up really – you were up by quite a bit at half. Uh, and, you know, you're a better team than what you played in the second half. But, boy, you guys – 
from there on, I mean, you guys were really on fire. You uh, you won the River States. You won the River States tourney. Uh, congratulations on that. That that was a, a a huge accomplishment. You made it to the uh, NAI tournament. You did not have an easy road, did you? Uh, not at all. I'm down that road. <laughs> You had to go to William Penn for those first two rounds. What were you thinking, packing your bags going up there? Uh, is we gonna be up there for a good time, not a long time, and make sure we get the job done. Were you seriously concerned knowing that you had to play Dort and William Penn? Uh, I mean, we we kind of went over it and knowing like they're both good teams and like well, like we all know how the atmosphere is gonna be when we get up there because they're both yeah. Iowa mm-hmm. and. They're big, the big basketball state. The first team you had to play with was uh, uh, Dort, and they're they're no. How in the world did you score? What is it, eighty two points on them? Uh, they they usually hold teams to about sixty points, and that was a that was a dog fight, wasn't it? That Dort game. Uh yes. You guys, uh, you were up by seven with three minutes to go, and then they made it a two point game, but you were able to clamp them down that last minute. Did they have a lot of fans there, Dort? Oh, uh, it was. It's loud. Yeah, I can imagine. They get really crazy fans at Dort, so I was curious about that. Yeah, they they want. I mean, they their fans wanted it as bad as they did. But I mean, even though we didn't have a big crowd of ourselves, but we all know we wanted it more. So, what was the key that last minute? Because they got within two, and in the last minute, they had three shots. They missed a layup. They missed a three, and then they turned it over. You know, what was the key to stopping them down the stretch? Really, just stopping their main two, uh, their main key players was their two guards. But as probably as you probably could see the stats in the from their big guy, because he started dominating the second half and kind of uh, using his, his body against me and yeah. started going going to work. So we had to end up stopping him since they were mainly going on him. So it was kind of icing their their two best players. And then that brought you. You, you got past that game. You're going to go up against William Penn. At William Penn, how crazy was the gym that day? Uh, it, the gym was was pretty. It was pretty wild. Probably not as wild as Dort, but it was pretty wild. Oh, really? So the Dort game was louder. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, the man, good on the Dort fans. You guys, uh, William Penn came down. They hit a shot. It looked like, it, from a fan's perspective, it looked like they had you beat. You know, just talk through that last. 15 seconds like earlier in the season when we played taylor alante harper had hit a, a big shot to go ahead in the three so we all thought he was going to do that and they probably watched film thinking like alante is probably going to take the last shot but once they closed in alante read read their defense and as they were closing in on him they seen julian hunter down the block by himself and as that shot goes i mean julian hunter hits that shot all the time in practice <laughs> and so was alante a decoy I wouldn't say decoy because he, he was getting ready to shoot the ball. And, I mean, we all had faith in him shooting that ball, but he read their defense and he passed it down Julian. Man, he canned it. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> he always hits that shot. And, like, I guard Julian in practice, and he, hit, he shoots it, like, very high so I can't get it. And it still goes in. So th- that was basically a buzzer beater. Talk about what was that like? You, you just beat the number one team in the country. You're going to go to Kansas City. You're gonna make this the the final sixteen. Uh, I mean, it felt it felt great to go back to the Sweet Sixteen for for my third time. Yeah, with IU Kokomo, it felt like it felt. I wouldn't say relief, but I did feel relief because if we if Ju, if Julian would have probably missed it, I mean, 
I probably would have took the blame for the loss because the the shot that they hit before it. But um, I'm just happy that he had hit that shot and had the confidence. Yeah, that was that was a huge huge win for your program. And as you say, most importantly, you know, Kokomo is just right there every year. You go to Kansas City now. You guys played Concordia. Did did you feel like you guys were really struggling that day? The only thing I'll probably say we struggled with was just our communication because either our communication would be nobody would talk or it was late and like Concordia, they're well, like they're, they're very talented and they like their sets, they have one set and they had options out of options. So they always had a backup plan on top of their backup plan and like they executed very well. Everybody who plays Concordia talks about the their execution and they kind of play as one unit. They're they're really tight. But they out rebounded you and I, I didn't think that would happen. Yeah, I mean I would say I'm surprised too, but at the same time, it's sweet sixteen. It's either win or go home. It's yeah. Who who wanted more on the boards, they want the boards more. Well, you know, not definitely a great season for Kokomo. Don't want to take I mean, I'm not taking anything away. You know, when you get down to one game, right, everything is one game. Noah Shutt played a great game against you guys. Concordia, Concordia played a very good game. Uh, but still it was, you know, just talk about the season. You ended up making, as you said, the, the third final 16. I mean, like, we always had fun with the, like, volleyball players because they, <laughs> they, they always make the NAI tournament. They always say how they're D1. So we make the Sweet 16 for two years back-to-back, and then – they was like, well, you're still D2, and it's easier for y'all. So coming into all one division, D1, then uh, making it to Sweet 16 again, just – I wouldn't say prove them wrong, but just to show them <laughs> that we can do it too as, as D1, as them. So oh, that's, was, that sounds like an internal rivalry there. Uh, yeah, it, I wouldn't say rivalry. It's just having fun with them because just let them know that we can still do it too. So, Deshaun, after you guys lost that game uh, – how did it work out that you ended up in the dunk contest? Originally, because how it was, I thought the dunk contest was after the the dunk contest and the three-point contest was normally after the season's over with completely. But then once we lost, I texted one of the uh, guys or texted my coach asking, can they get me in because they need an extra player. My coach had texted the guy that, that was up at the at the center, and he was like, he can get me in tomorrow. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. That was that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fun, exciting. It was because it was my very first dunk contest ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, that that had to be. I'm glad they got they fit you in. I mean, you really added to it. It was uh, that was a lot of fun. You know, just talk for a minute. What has it meant to you to be such a big part of IU Kokomo basketball? I mean, it meant a lot to me. Like how much I like I can contribute defensively mainly but then my offense as well because apparently teams do very good on the scout and they know who I am <laughs> like seeing how much they like would bring down on me just to get try to get me out of my game man I mean sometimes they can probably pull it off but I will always, I won't give up to stop fighting for fighting and helping for my team Hey, Deshaun, I guarantee you the coaches, the week before, the coaches are always saying, you got to keep Hampton off the board. Guarantee you that's what they're saying all week. <laughs> so, Deshaun, what's next for you? Uh, what's next for me? Hopefully, I can go and uh, find an agent to play overseas. Hopefully, I keep the basketball career, yeah. keep going. If not, then uh, I always have a backup plan after. Go back to keep working and then go and get married next year in okay. June. 
Congratulations. June 17th. Thank you. You you uh, majored in business. Uh, what, have you graduated or when do you graduate? Uh, two weeks is graduation. Oh, congratulations. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's great. And you, you know, you might as well see how far you can take the basketball thing. I tell everybody, you know, your, your skill is perishable. And so you might as well see how far it can take you. Yeah. Well, Deshaun, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. I enjoyed meeting you in Kansas city. And for people who don't know, uh, this guy's not only a great basketball player, he's a great person. I really enjoyed uh, meeting you, Deshaun. And thank you very much for being on. Uh, thank you for having me. That's uh, Deshaun Hampton, uh, All-American at IU Kokomo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.